Welcome to week 16 of Trucking Life of a Trucker, motherfucker, who's not a gay bill of lading, but just might be a buy one. That's negotiable. Okay. Well, let that joke die where it died in the previous episode. We're not going to drag it on into this episode because that's not what we do here on Trucking Life of a Trucker. Okay. I don't know. You never know. I might have a discussion for this week. I'll have to kind of keep an eye on the group and see what happens, see what, see how I'm feeling. Because I kind of like having this that segment now in the episodes of just something that's random or trollish or a good story or topic to talk about. Like the freight gate and all that kind of stuff. Cause there's always drama going on, man. There's always drama going on, right? So, how was my day? I'm wearing my new outfit that I bought at Bass Pro this weekend. Oh yeah, it's looking good. It's nice and green. I like green. It's like it's like a nature color, but I also like black because I'm a dark soul inside. I'm a dark, dark person most of the time (laughs) but not really so I'm continuing the load that I picked up from last week went to Perrysburg Ohio got to the terminal about 7.30 this morning took a shower got ready um, got everything going got my pre-trip done had to reconnect to my trailer because over the over the uh, over the time off there, I had to get a... Remember that flat tire? Yeah, that flat tire that I got two weeks ago. Well, it turns out when they replace the tire, they put a trailer tire instead of a normal... It was a mismatched tire, so they had to go and put a normal tire back on it. And this one, I don't know. The rim's very rusty and ugly looking. It's not pretty. It's not golden. You know, golden? Not chromy-ish. Chromy-ish? I don't know what I'm trying to say there. But they fixed it. They got it done. I don't know if I'm a fan of it. Speaking of tires, yeah, we'll get into the one that this trailer that I picked up. That's uh, definitely a definitely a winner. So it's gonna make maybe for an interesting day tomorrow. I'm definitely gonna have it checked out when I'm gonna go to Gary. So very very uh, yucky, uh, hot, humid day drive this morning or should I say this morning yeah because I left this morning yeah by nine so this afternoon uh yeah and it's one of those things the air conditioning in the truck is so good I have to turn it on then I start freezing turn it off then all of a sudden I get muggy it takes like two minutes and I'm hot and muggy again I'm turning it back on it's like this ridiculous pattern of on off on off with air conditioning I just can't make me happy just can't make me happy and of course I get to the customer trying to keep cool and running the the bunk AC and it's annoying loud as hell even right now I'm having to keep it off so it isn't too loud in here with all the wind blowing and all that fun stuff so it's like eh, muggy 
It's that time of year again. It's that time of year again. And of course, at this customer, it's another one of those, uh, we're going to take four hours to unload you. Even though when they loaded this load, they did it in about a half an hour or so. Makes no sense. It was one of those, you feel the forklift, okay, 10, 15 minutes go by, up. Oh, you feel the forklift in there again. Yeah, it's, it must be a game these uh, bigger facilities like to do. They just like to do it. Just like to torture me. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be perfect because I can go go pick up my next load, which was in Jackson, Michigan, and it had a fuel stop and and uh, whatnot in Gary. Yeah. However, because they took so long to load me, I couldn't make it to Gary. I needed at least three and a half hours. Basically, I would need four to be safe because, you know, never know what the traffic's going to be like when I get there in the last few miles. Then, you know, I could have, you know, snuck in another night with the wife there, you know. But, oh well, it is what it is. It's always the, always it, why is it, it seems like this unloading when it comes to the long ones. Not the loading. Of course, now that I say that, something's going to come up and then I'm going to get a long loading. But luckily, this uh, one in Jackson, it was a nice little simple drop and hook. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, just the way I like it. Then I decided as I got down the road, because this one's not being delivered until the 3rd at 8 a.m. in the morning. However, I wanted to end my night early tonight. I ended it with still two hours on the clock when I came to a Loves here in... What's it called? Milltown or something? Um, Marshall. Marshall, Michigan is where I'm at. At Love's Truck Stop. And this time when I parked, I parked forward this time. But this time I can at least drive straight out. The trick on this one is, the people, two guys on site of me, they're already nose in. So I figured, well, I don't want to nose in because then now i got to listen to them if I nose in. So now, and the next guy next to him is nosed in. So it's like I'm surrounded by people nosed in and I'm actually facing straight out. And, you know, normally I backed in as, as you normally would. And I don't have to listen to them because they all decided back here to, oh, we're all going to nose, you know, they all kind of copycatted each other over here. So I'm going to be like, now I'm going to be the rebel the other way around. See, it's now, now it's benefiting me the other way around. Except the view of the, I get a view of the truck stop. But then again, now that I know that back there is probably nothing but piss bottles and uh, all that good stuff back there. Yeah. Not nose. That's all of my note. Okay. Oh, and when I picked up this trailer in Jackson, this trailer's got me a little nervous because on the driver's side. The tires, even a little bit on the other side too, these tires, they look like they're about ready to go into uh, gator skin mode. You know, it looks like it's cracking around that area. Some places look a little chipped around that area. When I go to Gary tomorrow, I'm definitely going to have this looked at and see if it's something to worry about. Because otherwise, these tires, they may be on the last limb or ready to gatorize on me. So I'm hoping they at least make it to Gary. I'm about 150 miles away, so about three hours away. So I'm kind of nervous about that. Trailer tails are held together with baling wire. Yay. 
yeah, this is this definitely a winter trailer. I mean, it's not heavily damaged or anything. It's just well abused and used and definitely uh, got me nervous because it's going on a long trip. Like, uh, it's like an 800-mile trip going to Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. I looked it up on the map. This is going to be the furthest west I've ever gone. It's almost to North Dakota. Almost. Man, to think that I only be so close to one state over from Montana. Wow. Even though it's a lot of distance there. It's like, what, 400 and some odd miles to uh, Montana. And then I was you know, from western Montana, so that's another 400 miles there. So, yeah, but it's, it's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah, this is the this is the furthest west I've ever gone. This is exciting. Something different than the east. Maybe the maybe the roads would be a lot nicer, a lot less populated once I get out there, especially once I get past St. Paul. So we'll see how this goes. And like I said, I ended it two hours earlier because I started l- late this morning, but I wanted to be able to make it. So now I can leave. What's it going to be about? came in here at nine so i can leave here about seven ish yes yeah, seven seven in the morning so that's going to be really nice i'm thinking about tomorrow night doing it again like maybe two hours early that that way i can get it knocked back like 5 a.m 5 a.m so i don't have to worry about the looking for parking too late oh it's not going to affect my delivery time because it's still going to take the same amount of hours to get there i'm just adjusting my clock backwards if that makes sense bringing it backwards to where I'd rather be because like I said I'd rather start at 2 a.m. in the morning and sometimes 1 actually 1 a.m. is not too bad either from 1 to 2 you know 2 a.m. it's prime time for starting because it makes ending the day so much better you don't have to worry about it. although I did pretty good tonight this particular loves had plenty of parking in it which actually surprised me must not be a very popular spot or Maybe there's just not as much traffic because this is the holiday week, which I'm kind of interested to see because now I'm going to be way out there on the 3rd. So how's that going to get me back coming this direction for a load? Hopefully I pick up that load on the 3rd because then you got the holiday, the 4th. I don't know how that's how that's going to go. Kind of nervous to see how it affects my miles, how everything goes. Or if I'm going to be stuck somewhere celebrating the 4th and then some foreign town. Actually, it'd be kind of fun, actually. Have a day off because I can't find a load because of the holiday. Scary tires on the trailer. Yep, yep, yep. That's the way she goes. That's the way she goes. Oh, my hand is all sweaty. Yucky. Yucky wind. Yucky. Yeah. So good start to the week it's kind of nice to know that since i ended this load it's a load from last week so that 500 miles first day then i got this 600 so we'll be well over a thousand by the middle of the week so try to reach my 2000 plus it's like it's like my goal is 2000 plus so as long as i get a minimum of 2000 i'm happy i know a lot of people they like to go to three this is the way I like to do it. This is the way I like to do it. Because it's keeping me busy. I don't know. No freight gate here. But you never know. You never know. We'll see what the week brings with the holiday. 
Okay, well, I'm going to crash now, and we'll update you tomorrow. We'll see what uh, these trailer tires are going to be safe to move on or not. Just hope I make it to Gary okay, and we figure out what's going on. To be continued. It's the update for June 2nd, 2019. Second day of the holiday week. And there's something strange, really, really bizarre and strange. Because when I woke up this morning at that other truck stop, see, when I went to sleep, that particular loves wasn't even full. Was not full. And this current place I'm at tonight, it's about a half a parking lot, and it is 9.22 p.m. or 2100. 22. 21.22. Is that not the proper way you say it? Got to get used to saying the, saying the time right, right? Even though I have all my clocks set on 24-hour clock. It's called 24-hour clock. A lot of people will say, oh, it's the... Uh, Military time is another another term that people call it, but yet it's been called the 24-hour clock before the military started. Actually, I don't even know who who started AM, PM. Really, is it necessary? Why didn't we just stick? Because, you know, you go to Japan. I've been to Japan. You go to the UK. They all use 24-hour clock. They don't do this AM, PM shit, but we do, you know, because we're the USA. We're America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but really, is it is is it necessary? 24-hour clock, it, it it makes a lot more sense anyways. It should it should just be a standard, you know? Like the metric system should be standard across the world. Why do we got to convert stuff, you know? Okay, I'm done rambling. I'm going to end up if I let that go, this rant will go on for the next 20 minutes about how we should use the metric system and the 24-hour clock, which I'm going to stop right there, okay? And how did, how did I get from that to, oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, the truck stops or Olympia. I wonder if there's a lot of truckers taking the holiday week off, and that's why I'm noticing a little less, you know, normally the truck stops would be packed by now. And I'm over here hiding in the corner. And this tanker, he's, he's pointing my direction. He's probably like, oh, look at this guy over here in his private little corner. All by himself over there. He looks lonely. I want to go over there and run my engine all night. <laughs> Maybe I'll get lucky. We'll see how this turns out by the morning. It could still fill up and who knows, I could be cornered in here in the corner. That could be uh, something very sexual there if you wanted to be. Okay, well, got up this morning and left uh, Michigan. Can't remember where I was. Uh, you, you've already heard it. I just, I, I was, dang on it. Forget it. It was somewhere in Michigan at a Loves. <laughs> I've already said it in this podcast, so you know where I was. I just can't remember right now, and I don't want to remember. But I took no notes today. No notes. 
Must not have been a very exciting day, huh? But yet, it, it, a lot of interesting thing happens. I learned a little bit more about tires today. I get to Gary, and I go to the fuel island. Normally, they do this kind of like inspection thing. But while they're inspecting, I grab the guy there, and I pointed, pointed out these two tires that I noticed on the trailer that I mentioned yesterday that look like they're getting ready to gator skin. He looks at it and says, I'm not quite sure, so he took a kind of like a, it looked like a chalk or some type of white um, marking something and just kind of marked the tire and he said, go ahead, go over to the the quick repair bay and get in there and see what, you know, have them look at it. And Because uh, I said, well, one of these tires you can see is ready to flap. There's a flap almost, you know, missing off the tire. He said, yeah, that one probably for sure will have to be changed. <clears throat> yeah. Of course. Yeah. I'm drinking um, fruit punch. You know, it's those little packets that you put into your water bottle and you shake it up. <clears throat> I got that and some some grape, grape, <clears throat> some grape uh, mixture, and then I got some green tea. And right now I'm drinking the fruit punch, fruit punch. So I go ahead and go to the quick bay. Had the uh, one guy that was down there. He looked at it. He's like, I don't know. i got to go get a tire guy. Okay, so finally, a tire guy shows up. And he says, yeah, the one with the flap missing, that one is definitely, you know, it needs to be replaced. You know, it's 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 going to gator skin at any moment. Lucky I made it as far as I did, right? And I said, well, what about this one that's that's cracked around? Because it's cracked all the way around the tire. He says, as long as I can't, you know, put anything into it. He had like this little, like, look like a screw, you know, flathead screwdriver. He says, as long as it's not going inside there, it's just cracking. And I'm like, well, how many miles are left on it? He says, oh, I'm really hard to say. He said, I could uh, put something on it. I'm guessing I said, well, was it some kind of glue? And he's like, yeah. So I guess he kind of glued that tire up. Then they replaced the, the one that needed replacing. So now the trailer's got a new tire. <laughs> However, I find like some piece of metal stuck in the tire when I was doing a safety check at the rest stop about uh, two hundred, almost two hundred miles ago. Well, hundred and fifty something. Yeah, hundred and fifty-ish, somewhere in there. <sighs> so hopefully that's not too deep in the tire. It doesn't cause me problems later. But now you know it's kind of amazing since I've had the blowout. I've been definitely. Focusing a lot more on the tires, really paying attention to the tires, looking at them. I mean, if, for example, if that piece of metal, I don't know if I picked it up on this trip or if it was hiding, you know, when I was parked this morning underneath the tire, you know, it's sitting on the ground. And that's, you know, and I just now noticed it. It could have been in there for, for, for who knows how long. But this trailer, hmm been beat up. I don't know what somebody took it through, but they took it through something, a big construction yard. I don't know. Because those tires are beat up, man. It's got one new tire. One's got repaired. Yeah. And hopefully one holds up. I checked it here, and when I did my post trip, it's, it's still looking good. Air-wise, I'm kicking it, you know. I need to get me one of those tire um, pressure gauges. I have one that is used for trucks, but I use it for the RV, the the big when I had my Class C, because those had a truck, you know, kind of I guess you would say truck tires on them. They weren't really truck tires; they were 
just bigger tires in a car like pickup truck tires maybe yeah i don't know where i'm going with that bigger tires in a car or those mid-sized tires do they have a terminology for that do they i <laughs> but it's a digital one and it, it gives you really good accurate readings i use it on my van to check my tires and it does really good man is this a rail truck coming in here can't tell no rail doesn't have yellow lines going down the cab but it's definitely a red international there's other there's two other rail trucks in here but they're they're parked up over there with the rest of the the noisy the noisy guys they're not back here with me in the corner why does it seem like every time i go to the truck stop i've got to be that one rebel that one guy out i just can't be with the crowd i'm that one that i was like that in school too if i'm on the playground i'm gonna go find my own spot when i when i'm gonna eat lunch i'm gonna go get to my own table hiding away from you guys and i'm i guess it's it's just the way i am If, if i had it my way and i can get away with it is try to find spots where I could park. Heck, there's a cornfield right over here. wonder if I could park in there. Especially when the corn gets really tall, I could probably hide the whole damn truck in there. Might leave some marks in there, but... Man. Don't give me any ideas. We don't need, to, we don't need any trouble with me parking in cornfields. <laughs> So there, I kind of learned a little bit about how to identify if the tire is ready to go gator gator on me. So if it's cracked, and it's just a little crack, and it's not going actually inside of it, it's still got a little bit of life in it, and I guess you can treat it. But if you can put the, the screwdriver in, like the other one he did, oh yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's almost nothing left there. Hey. I took that chance. I brought it down to Gary because I needed this as baby fixed. Even though it... Well, actually, it wasn't too bad because I took my 30-minute break there. So I lost about... Yeah, and it took 30... Yeah, it was an hour total. So I lost about 30 minutes. But that was only on my 14. I didn't even burn up my 14 today, did I? Because this is such a long trip. I don't think I... Yeah. Didn't burn up my 14 today. Still had an hour left on it at the end of the day. That's different. That doesn't happen very often. Most of the time it's the 14 that kills me. Most of the time. End of the day, 27 minutes left on the drive. Kind of took a chance. I uh, got here. I wanted to be here like an hour and 20, you know, hour and a half to try to make it so I can start earlier in the morning. But at least now... I've got it bumped up. It's going to be up to 6, 6 a.m. This morning it was about 7. Because yeah, the 14 helped help, helped adjust that a little bit. That's better. It's going to help it make it end at the end of the day. But I don't think I'm going to have to worry about it for the next couple of days. Because I have a feeling things are going to be a little slow. It's going to be interesting. I, if, as long as I can get a load tomorrow from where I'm at, who knows where it's going to come from. But if I can get a load after I deliver tomorrow that, say, I don't know, goes all the way back to Gary or something, or somewhere far like Ohio or, or Michigan, to where I could all I have to do on the 4th is I'm just driving. You know, I can deliver on the 5th. That would be perfect, because if I, yeah, it'd be better that way, because then I keep keep busy for the day and I don't want to stop. 
I'm not sure. I don't know how the day's going to go. I guess you're all here wondering what's going to happen, anticipating what's going to happen to me on the 4th. Am I going to be sitting in the truck, baking, playing with fireworks, drinking beer? Or am I going to be driving? Will the traffic be good on the 4th of July? Or is it going to be the 3rd and the 5th that are going to be the worst days? We're going to find out. Today wasn't too bad. Once, uh, you know, of course, going through Chicago, it's always it's always shitty. About the time where I-39 splits off from I-99-94, that's when traffic really started to die down. And then after that, it's been pretty, you know, open road today after that. Even coming out of the truck stop, I was, I'm like, where's all the other truckers? There's like nobody out here. Unless they're already at the truck stop. No, I get to the truck stop and nobody's here. Baby, it's, it's, it's blowing my mind. It's like something's gone wrong here. So that 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 is my that's my story. I think it's because of the holiday. A lot of truckers will be taking the holiday off. That's what they be doing. That's what they be doing. Today, today I'm gonna call it the day of a lot of cutoffs, man. I don't know what it was. People passing me other trucks, and when they come in front of me, do you really have to come in so damn close? Luckily, I'm getting really good at predicting predicting it. Because especially if they're not signaling, as soon as you see their tire touch that, you know, the, the zipper, they call it. As soon as you see them going towards that zipper, you know they're coming over. Um, break it a little bit or turn down the cruise control and start slowing down before they come into your lane. And same thing for when they're coming on the on-ramp and you can't get, you know, you can't move over because... One thing I'm really starting to learn is sometimes I like to be a little. I used to like to be a little courteous and slow down and let them in. However, that can confuse them. Then all of a sudden they're slowing down when you're slowing down, and that that can become a mess. You just got to maintain your speed, and and if they want to go up in front of you, then when they jump up in front, start you. They you know you can tell that they're going to come up and cut in front of you. Start backing off then. But if they're like right next to you and they're showing no signs of you know wanting to get in front of you just maintain speed and if if anything else i've learned to give it a little bit more acceleration and pick up the speed so they can jump in behind you learning little things just just little things and little patterns that people are doing like this truck what the hell is he doing is he gonna back up into that slot or not dude okay i don't know there's a there's still one spot. I'm not exactly in the corner. There's still one spot in the in the corner in the corner, but it's a mud hole. Uh, and in front of me, not right in front of me. I mean, it you, it's a it's a it's like is it, is it paved? No. Well, it might have been paved at one time, and they just kind of filled it in with dirt. It's a it's a pot. It, it's is what I call a pothole dirt truck stop. Because the loves, the loves is right um, on the other side, you know, kind of next door. Yeah, it's actually next door to this place. I actually picked this place because they had fried chicken. I, I had a craving for fried chicken today, and it's all because of that one truck, that food truck, that had chicken on the truck. So it got me drooling, and I'm like, I need fried chicken. That's why I've actually picked this place, because I noticed the restaurant. I looked at their menu online. I'm like, ooh, they got fried chicken. I want to try to make it there tonight. And I didn't think I was going to make it here, because we went through a construction zone that took me an extra hour to get through, because 
People don't know how to fucking merge into one lane. <sighs> Boy, am I being bitchy today? Man, what's with my attitude today? Do I need a do I need an attitude adjustment? <laughs> how long has this been going on? Oh wow, fifteen minutes already. Holy cow, I've gone on for fifteen minutes. So I'm about six hours away. Get out of here at six. So hopefully I can get to the customer by noon tomorrow. They told me I have to be there. You know they close at fifteen hundred. So no later than that. Otherwise, I guess I'm, if I don't get there, oh, I'm stuck there to the fifth or something stupid. So I got to make sure to get there on time or get there before the window closes. I want to shoot for noon. Get out of here at six and go for noon. Been a long journey to Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. I think it's near, yeah, it's almost, I think I mentioned that yesterday. It's almost near Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota is as close as city. Yeah, a little place out in the middle of nowhere. Should be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where I'm picking up after this. If I'm going to go empty 200 miles somewhere or pick something out of Fargo. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll go more west. Who knows? Maybe because some of the national guys are taking the holiday off, I might uh, nab me a national load because the mileage, I, I did my math for the mileage because of that load that screwed me up at the end of the week. 1,800 miles last week. I saw my base stop. I'm like, holy cow, this is the smallest amount I've ever made since I've been working here. Although, like I said, it's all going to come next week because technically next week I'm going to get paid for my load from the end of the week. Yeah, because I had to run it the last few hundred miles to deliver on Monday. And we'll see how it goes. Like I said, right now, mileage-wise, I'm already higher than I was last week. So that's good. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and I still got three more days left of the week to make some more miles. But I'm not sure what that holiday's going to do. So you're going to have to stay tuned and find out. Right now, I want you to pause this podcast. I want you to pray to the gods, whatever god you worship. If it's Satan, if it's the devil, if it's a witch, if whatever. Pray that I get a million miles tomorrow. How would that even be possible? I guess I could just drive around in circles until I get it all. That's what I'm going to do. Drive around in circles. Okay, I guess I'm going to wrap this up because I want to roll down my windows and let some air in here. Oh, oh, yeah. Listen to those trucks. Listen to the sound of the highway. That's the beautiful nature of a truck driver. Ah, smell that diesel fuel. Oh, yeah. You you know, it's weird. I actually like the smell of diesel fuel. I do. Back when I used to work in the office, uh, back in Montana, um, the bill of ladings, because it was for tankers that delivered the diesel fuel to the gas stations, and when the bill of ladings came into the office... They all smelled like diesel, and I would sit there and sniff the paperwork. 
Oh, it was so good. And then when you put them in the filing cabinet, and then you open the filing cabinet when you had to pull one of the bill of ladings out for, you know, checking something out, you needed to research something, you open the drawer, and you get, ah, oh, that beautiful smell of diesel fuel and paper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm weird like that. I'm weird like that. <laughs> okay. I better, I better end this now. We'll check in with you tomorrow. And we'll see what happens in the journey of a trucking life of a trucker on this 4th of July holiday week. Today is July 3rd, 2019, a day before the big celebration of America. Fuck yeah. Maybe I'll play a special little song for the holiday tomorrow. I got some ideas. It's one of my favorite, favorite tunes to celebrate America. And it is true than any other American song that's out there. Well, I'm sitting here sweating because I want to turn off the air conditioning so it doesn't make a lot of noise. And I'm sitting here watching this big old thunderstorm to the north here. Or is that... I would say more northwest, actually. And it's now just blocking the sun. It looks like it wants to come this direction, and I hope it does to kind of cool things off. Because my balls are sweaty. Well, I'm going to take a shower after I'm done here. I'm at this place called Big Chief. But there's no chief inside. I didn't see any, any Indians inside this truck stop. According to Google... Showers are only $5, and I need one. It's been since Monday. I'm a little overdue, and I'm ready to get some, you know, get out of this sweatness. Ugh, I'm yucky right now. Yucky, yucky. When I left this morning, I was very well surprised that on I-94, uh, going up to US-10, over to Detroit Lakes, the traffic was not bad. I'm guessing it just, just hadn't picked up yet. I was expecting a little bit more, you know, the day before the holiday. Maybe some people are just going to do a lot of their... Well, yeah, I know it because I'll get into that on my way out of uh, Fargo. Yeah, out of Fargo. Furthest west I have been when driving with rail. Man, and it's, it was kind of nice because after you get out of St. Paul, and it's like, wow, there's no major cities. There's no major cities until Seattle. I mean, there's small cities like Fargo, um, Billings, Montana, uh, Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, that's about it. It's, the rest of it's just small, small towns and villages. It's like... Nice to know what's on beyond that point, and it and it made me kind of kind of miss Montana a little bit, which Montana wants to get roundabouts in the Rocker Exchange. Yeah, Montana, don't do it, don't don't do it. We do not need roundabouts in Montana. Keep that shit in Wisconsin, okay? Please, for the love of God, especially at the Rocker Interchange. Ugh. And I guess they're losing the battle. It looks like Loves is going to be moving into the area. 
I know Southwest Montana fought really, really hard to try to keep loves out of there. Because they wanted to keep it keep it all in the pump, if you know what I mean. And that's previous employer stuff that I don't really want to get into. But yeah, loves, uh, you're not very loved in Ramsey, or going to be. I mean, that that's a cute little town, and now they're going to have to deal with the truck stop in their little town. Oh, poor people. And they fought hard. They fought real hard. And I was at a Love's yeah, yesterday, and I noticed on the map they had a coming soon star on that on Ramsey. Poor Ramsey, Montana. Poor people. I, I feel for them. That's such a nice little village. It doesn't need a truck stop. At least put the truck stop somewhere further down the road. Or, you know, Rocker could use another one, right? <laughs> or up on I-15 up in Elks Park. Where it's out of the way, doesn't bother anybody. Not any villages, anyway. Hmm. Well, there we go. I go ranting about, ranting about Montana, and I saw a post on Facebook, and I shared it, and it kind of, kind of got me wondering. Especially today, like I said, it was really cool because after started heading towards, uh, well, first of all, I dropped off in Detroit Lakes. That's a cute little town. Cute little town. I'm not sure the reason why they call it Detroit Lakes because I don't know why you would want to name your 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 little village or town after a place where people get shot in the street and drug dealing and uh, abandoned houses and a place with a poor economy. I don't get it. So that's that's what I envisioned of this place before I even got there. You know, because the name Detroit is just so tainted in my mind. So it, it wasn't Detroit-like at all. I didn't even see any abandoned houses. I didn't see any crackheads. I didn't see any shootings. I was a little disappointed. The name got me excited for some action. And no, everybody's just small-town folk. And, and they had the interesting dock, too, at this customer. It wasn't even a dock. It was a dock plate that went onto a platform... And the guy was surprised that I had a trailer for his load. Because normally this load would be on a flatbed. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the holiday. They couldn't get a flat flatbedder out here to deliver the load. So a dry van guy ended up with it. And like I said, it was the farthest west. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like national this week. And this gets into more of the pre-plans that they, they dumped on me. And when I left Detroit Lakes, I was heading to Fargo to pick up my next load. A little bit of disappointment, but it was really cool. It started. I started to feel like I was heading towards the west. You could see the, the slow transition. You know, I started noting, noticing some sagebrush and the, the farms. They were no longer um, corn. They were, they were hay. You know, they had the big round hay bales. Oh, and I saw some cattle too and some horses. Oh, and then on top of it, there was this place where they have rodeos. I haven't seen one of those in forever. Rodeos, man. Oh, it just, it's just pulling my heartstrings. It's like, don't make me miss home more than I already do. Please, please. Oh, that pen's exploded. Yuck. Weird. So, yeah, just, just made me even more homesick. Thanks. Thank you. At least I'm not going all the way west and through... 
South Dakota. Oh man, that would really suck if I had to go through Montana. That would really hurt. That would really hurt me. So yeah, it was really cool to see, start to see things familiar from the West. And one of the, one of the nice things, once I got the Fargo, it was nice to step outside. It was hot, but it was the dry heat. It was just a little, little hint of humidity, but nothing like, like in the East, the humidity that's just out of control. It was nice having dry heat. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so nice because this, this, this next trip, it's going to Forest City, Missouri, going down I-29. So I would say anything on the west of the Missouri River, I, I consider that the west. But so it would have been like, I would have been driving. I'm saying been would have been would have been driving. You're gonna figure out where the story's going, right, 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 right. Along the edge of the west, I was so excited for this, and then I get my load. And all of a sudden, my my workflow gets resent. Then I see a message. You can relay this in St. Paul. What? I don't even understand the reasoning behind this, because why am I taking this load back east when it's going direct south? What is going on here? This makes no sense to me. I'm guessing maybe they need this load to get somebody else home I mean, I guess we're dealing with an interesting group of planners because then they do something that really, really kind of... Not only did they piss me off because I was going to do this new road. I've never been on I-29 ever in my life. It was going to be a new adventure, a new journey. I was excited for it. And then I was like, oh, oh, back to crappy I-94 heading east. Fuck. So that that just ruined the end of my day. However, it wasn't totally that bad because, well, I'm probably going to end up making a lot of miles this week. I might hit 3,000. I might hit 3,000. We'll see how it all ends in the end. Then they send me a pre-plan. So when I get to St. Paul there, I get to go all the way to Lawrence, Kansas. So that's going to put me the furthest west I've ever been. With rail, I mean, I've been. I'm from the west, but it, you know, getting into familiar territory for me. So this is this is going to be fun as long as the uh, load just doesn't disappear off me out of nowhere. And then after that, they're going to send me from uh, Kansas City. I want to pick up my next one in Kansas City, and you're not going to believe where this one ends. And this is where I think the the weekend uh, planners or dispatcher have some old information. They're sending me to Fort Wayne, the place I just moved from. I live over in Portage near Gary now. Hello? What? Uh, I'm not going to say anything about it until I pick up the load because I want to do this trip. I don't want to do anything to jeopardize the journey and the miles. But once I pick up this last load, then that's when I want to send them a message. Say, hey, uh, my home time's in Gary. I want to go ahead and just relay this in Gary or take it in on Monday. And just just see what happens, because I already know that somebody's got some conflicting information. Unless they want to send me over to Fort Wayne, and then I drive three hours back to Gary, or pick up another load and bring it back. It just it's just like somewhere I think 
old information got through. The planners don't know what's going on with me or something. That's what I'm guessing. It's just my speculation. But I just thought it was kind of weird that for my last load of the week, they're going to send me back to Fort Wayne. <sighs> yeah. So I'm not sure about Kansas. Hopefully they have the dry heat too. Because I'm getting sick and tired of the, the very humid heat. I'm getting really, really tired of it. Need my dry heat, man. And dry heat feels so good. If you have never experienced it, it's 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 hot, but you're not sweating your balls off, man. Oh, but it felt good to feel that today. It was like just like, oh, I miss my West. I miss my West. So I ended the day pissed off. Still, still a little heated about it, but at least I'm going further west. <sighs> but it's it's not not a new new interstate or new road ever for me. It's stuff I've been on before, even in the past. That I-29 looked interesting to interesting to follow because it goes along the 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 Missouri Missouri River, the Missouri Missouri River. Yeah. <sighs> Can I go home and cry now? I want to cry. I want to cry. However, on this load that I'm on, it's recycled batteries. Now, when I picked this up, I wasn't sure if it was considered hazardous material. And because on the bill of lading, it says required labels required corrosive. And then I noticed here there's a stamp. It says exempt per 49 CFR 1731... Um, yeah, 159E. So I went ahead and looked this up. Basically, it just states that if it's recycled batteries, you cannot mix anything else in the load or you know, be carrying anything else, like, I don't know, any anything else. It just has to be the recycled batteries. That's it. I don't know why it says exempt per, but whatever. So I called safety just to make sure that I didn't need to be placard or anything weird with this. They said, no, it's not hazardous material. And then, okay, whatever. Because it does, even one right here on the description, says batteries, wet, filled with acid. Hmm, that sounds really good. Electric storage dry, so there's some empty ones in here. Um, battery fluid? Ooh. Battery acid? Battery boxes? Plastic? I don't know. I just don't feel safe about this. And it says uh, um, at the bottom here, batteries produce explosive gases, keep sparks, flames, cigarettes away, ventilate when charging, or use in closed space. Always shield eyes when working near batteries. But safety says it's not uh, hazardous, but looks hazardous to me. And she's like, well, did it come with any hazard, hazardous material paperwork? And I'm like, no. And she says, yeah, then you're probably, you're, then they're not hazardous material. But it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I do have a hazmat endorsement on my CDL. Oh, great. Guy's going to pick up his trailer he dropped here. Where he's coming back. Oh, he's going to make a shitload of dust in here. Because this truck stop is, uh, is, uh, a little... It's a dry dirt lot. I actually picked it because of the restaurant, which looked really good. So, yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah, get your trailer and get the fuck out of here, dude. 
because I don't want to listen to you running your air conditioner all night. I parked in this corner because nobody was here and these trailers were all by themselves. Oh, dang it, I lost my note page. What the hell did I do? Where the hell did I go? Why did my notebook... I dropped it and now I can't find my... can't find my page. Dang it, where's my notes? Oh boy. Not good to lose your notes just as you're finishing it. But yeah, so there it goes. I wasn't sure if I was carrying, if I'm carrying a hazardous material load or not, but according to the description on the bill of lading, it looks like it is or can be hazardous. And it's there's something else on here where, it, yeah, when I looked up that code, it says it's still, if anything happens, like I spill the load or dump the load anywhere, you know, that I have to report it somehow. It came with a phone number and... Ah, yeah, it's got me nervous. I don't know what to expect here. As long as I get this relayed in the morning, I should be good. Pick up my next load, head off to Kansas. Maybe. I still, like I said, you never know. Especially when you got a trip and you're like, oh, I'm excited for that one. Or taking that load right back, boy. Oh, man. That made me so sad. So it made me a sad panda. But I'm all right now. Oh, now I'm ready for my ready for my shower. Oh, that was the excitement there. Oh, okay. Let me get better situated here. Cause I'm sweating. I want to get the AC going, and I'm gonna end it here. Yeah, I can't, don't think I have anything more to say. Did all my notes. So we'll see you tomorrow. Cause tomorrow is the big day. The big celebration of the birthday of the United States of America. And I'm going to be driving. I don't know if I'll see any fireworks of uh, where I'm going to be at. I just don't know. I'd like to see some fireworks. But, yeah. Well, darn it. That guy pulled away and took that empty trailer that was next to me. Dang it. That means now somebody can come park there tonight. Er, Bummer. Bummer. Oh, well, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, and, and report on this truck stop also. This parking lot is about 25% full. Uh, the one last night didn't fill, and tonight looks like even more scarce than last night. And I bet you tomorrow's going to be the same way. I even ended my day two hours early so I can leave at 4 a.m. in the morning because I want to drive at night, and maybe the next night I'll slip in another hour and a half to, or so and get it, try to get it back to 2 a.m. by the end of the week. I'm sure by Friday it's going to get busy again. You know, it's going to pick up. Maybe. I don't know. Unless a lot of these truck drivers are doing like a four-day weekend or something. I don't see why not. Okay. I'm, I'm babbling again. I'm babbling. I'm going on and on and on. Time to wrap this up. So tomorrow, enjoy the holiday. I'm going to go ahead and run the sponsor. And then I'm going to play you my favorite theme song that identifies America and is America and I hope you enjoy it. You all have a happy 4th of July. We'll see you in the holiday. Enjoy the song. America!
I hope you're all comfy, hot and horny. Yeah, because today is the 4th of July. The big day for America. America. Hope you enjoyed my favorite theme song of America. That's the way it is and that's the way it should be, right? Ah, traffic today. Oh my god, the fucking traffic today. I couldn't believe it. I got up this morning, started driving towards St. Paul. There was little to no traffic. It was really bizarre. It looked like an apocalypse happened. Yeah, it, it blew my mind. I guess everyone uh, must have been drinking uh, early yesterday. and must have had hangovers this morning. Because it did pick up a little bit in the afternoon, but not very much either. I didn't really have a big traffic issue today. As a matter of fact, it was so low, especially going through St. Paul, Minneapolis. I drove right down I-94 to go get my, uh, after I relayed my load, to get to my next customer. And it was beautiful, beautiful. It was like one car in each lane, but there was probably like 30 seconds of following distance between each vehicle. Awesome. I don't think I'll ever have that in a while. Actually, I just think it's it's the way the 4th of July works. Um, because I'm going to get into a little bit of a story here. About a year ago, we're going to call it The Journey of I-80. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, um... Pretty much uh, un- uneventful. Um, I even got to the got to the customer to go pick up my load, and surprise, surprise, it wasn't a live load. It was a dropping hook. Awesome, awesome. You know what I mean? So it was just like low traffic, it, a dropping hook. My day is just getting better and better. I was actually able to pretty much almost wind up my clock. There was about an hour left on it. When I got here to just a little bit south of Des Moines, Iowa, still on I-35 heading south to Kansas City, heading to the land of um, tornadoes, wicked witches, and little dog bitches, if Toto was a bitch. I'm not quite sure on that fact, but it sounds like a bitch's name. I would name my bitch uh, Toto. Well, actually, my my, my bitch is named uh, Coda. That's my bitch's name. I'm talking about dogs here, not human beings. Just, just so, just so somebody out there doesn't get all butt hurt thinking I'm calling bitches bitches. I just called bitches bitches. <laughs> Oops. Okay, I guess I, I guess I, I guess I'm gonna dig myself that hole, right? Beautiful sunny day. I was kind of hoping to end up winding my day in a place that probably had fireworks, but since I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's probably going to be no fireworks. There is a casino here. Um, maybe they'll maybe they'll light some fireworks off tonight. Yeah, that'd be cool. To top off the Fourth of July. Went into here and had a subway and uh, happened to catch the president's uh, speech with his hands up. I swear he must have pulled out all that shit out of his ass. It made no sense at all. He goes on from. 
old American history to uh, putting an American flag on Mars to music and jazz and I don't know where the hell he was going with it, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it's Donald Trump. What can you say? What can you say about that one, right? <laughs> Although with my clock the way I got it now, I should be able to get out of here at about 3.30 in the morning. So now I'm more morning now. And then I'll figure out my home load once I pick it up tomorrow and see what my plan is with that. What my plan? Because I, like I said, I think they're sending me to the wrong area, but I'll fix them up on that tomorrow. Okay, other than having a wonderful, beautiful day of low traffic, sun shining, and the drop and hook surprise, I had a really, really good day. Also, kind of had some uh, reminiscence too of the. I-80 journey that happened a year ago on this day. Let's explain this little journey about how traffic was about the same a year ago as it was today. Except that particular day a year ago was a very rough day. We been uh, just become newbies to the RV life. We were taking our new motor home. Well, not new. Was it a 75? I can't even remember now what year it was. Oh, motor home. And living in it, going on our journey, we were going to take I-80 across the country to go to Fort Wayne to go work for my in-law parents. Parent-in-laws? Is that how you say it? Yeah. I've told this story before uh, in more detail in a previous podcast, but we're going to skip that ending result. So those of you who have been listening know exactly what happened there. I believe it was in the one where I talk about when we are moving out of Fort Wayne, just to get the hell out of there. We, of course, is in the story... We broke down in the RV, barely had uh, money, no job at the time, and the repairs to repair the blown engine would have costed more than our budget had or all of it that we had with no travel money left, so we had to make the choice to junkyard and abandon the motorhome and rent a U-Haul. Now the day we left, Early morning, July 4th, 2018, got out of Idaho Falls, headed down I-15 over to I-80 in Ogden, Utah. Started uh, driving through the mountains there in Utah, and that's when it really hit me. It's like, oh, we're traveling in this U-Haul. I wanted to do it in the uh, in the RV and be able to do stops. We were planning on visiting visiting friends and family along the journey, camping a lot. We were going to take the journey across cross country, and we were going to make it like a couple of weeks and take our time. But now we're in the situation because we're in a U-Haul rental. we got to get to our destination. So 
it was really hard to go past everything we were planning on stopping by and what things we were going to do. Wyoming was full of gator skins because it was hot that day. It was full of gator skins. I mean, it was just littered everywhere. No cell service. No cell service at all. I thought something was wrong with my phone and I kept playing with the settings hoping that I could get some signal. I don't know. I guess it's just AT&T in Wyoming. Not sure about Verizon through that state on I-80. But if you're on AT&T, you're screwed. So if you break down or have an issue on the side of the road, you're you're going to have to start screaming as loud as you can or dancing on the side of the road to get somebody to pull over and help you. Uh, or start walking. Yeah. Ew, that would not be fun. No, not, not through Wyoming. No. <laughs> And like I said, it was traffic was kind of dead. We got to was it Nebraska? Oh my God! Yeah, is it Nebraska the state over there? Yeah, that was the boring state. I eighty through that state. Wow, that was that was pretty boring. That was a pretty boring drive through there. Then we hit, of course, Des Moines. And I'm trying to think which ones is it? Saint. No, St. Louis is on 70, right? I'm trying to remember that city. i got to look at my phone. I don't remember what city is there. Just before you get into Illinois, my mind, my, there's a couple of cities there, and I just can't remember which one it is, right? <laughs> I'll look at it and say, oh, yeah, that one. Okay, where's 80 there? Yeah, it goes to Des Moines. Iowa City. Was it Iowa City? I think Iowa City was the... City I'm thinking of here. Let me just kind of look at it. The dead city when we drove through it. There was like nothing going on. <laughs> nothing on the 4th of July. I don't remember where we stayed. We stayed in a hotel. It was just off the Illinois border. And they had the saddest fireworks show I've ever seen. The fireworks would shoot up in the sky. Go pop. Another one would shoot off. Go pop. You get the idea. It's not boom, 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 boom. No, it was almost an hour long of fireworks just randomly going into the sky. Oh my god. I believe it was. So on. Yeah, it was somewhere. Is that after Davenport? the river. I'm trying to see if I can find the hotel. It's been so I mean, a year ago, you know? It must have been on the... Uh, yeah, it was on the uh, Illinois side, I believe. See, it was just after 80 comes back together. Uh, where are you, old hotel? And see, when I was traveling, it was I didn't really plan to be there by that time and at that hotel it's just like I just kind of you know I read the signs on the interstate and it says oh lodging food all that fun stuff so I said oh there's a lodging there we'll just pull over and check into that random hotel and hope that they were pet friendly and they were and when we got into the room it was a it was a decent sized room and the uh, dog lifted his leg and pissed right on the fucking floor as soon as we walked in the ho- in the room, 
Then I went out back, uh, called a buddy of mine who I was planning on visiting, and was drinking, drinking a, I think it was a Mike's Hard Lemonade. And then yeah, I explained to him that, yeah, we won't be stopping by that night, because that was the night we were planning on staying with him in Denver, Colorado that night. Yeah, I think we were originally going to go down, yeah, we, we I don't, yeah, we're just, yeah, it was 80, oh yeah, we would have had to cut down a little bit there, wouldn't we? Yeah, I remember, our, our original plan was not to finish on 80, we were going to jump down onto, onto 70 once we did their Denver, and we were going to visit another couple of friends across, um, uh, in Kansas City, and then in St. Louis, go that route what we ended up on on 80 and and then once we got to I don't remember where it was but I actually cut off at 80 and went on 74 and then took back roads through Lafayette and up to Fort Wayne because I wanted to avoid Chicago and Indianapolis at the time kind of funny because it was like oh I'm in this I'm in this U-Haul. I want to avoid the cities. Now it's like, here I'm driving semi truck and I'm driving it right through the areas that I would I would I would avoid if I was driving myself in the past. Kind of funny. Kind of funny. But yeah, that was an interesting day, and I I just kind of thought back about that day that that drive across across the country about all the things we were going to do that weekend, what we had planned for the next week. And it all it all changed. Just all changed when going over Manita Pass. So that was my reflection. Yeah, I had a reflection moment. I didn't Oh, yeah, that's right. Was it on 80? I have a flag here on my Google Maps. Oh yeah, that was one place we wanted to stop by. It's the Archway on I-80. Historical place. It's got a really cool museum. I've seen YouTube videos on it. What state is that in? I think it's in uh, Nebraska. Yeah, it's in Nebraska. It's like a kind of like a history museum about um, the Lincoln Highway. I think US-30 comes through here. Yeah, there's US-30 right there. Lincoln Highway, you know, a lot of history on that that road, and the Archway is a museum about that particular highway. One of these days, I should just go over there and do it. I can never get close to it, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, that day was also low traffic, easy driving, sucky fireworks at night, and I remember just. The feelings that I felt then is like, what am I going to be, hopefully, be working with her parents, making good money, and be back in the in a new RV. Got a new RV, but not working with, uh, with them. Making the big bucks that I was supposed to be making. Kind of like, I'm kind of like just a little bit better off than I was when I left Montana income-wise. So it's like, okay, well, kind of repaired that loss, I guess you would say. But we're still trying to repair the loss of the money that we lost during the move. 
And when we were, I was driving down, I kind of funny, when I was driving down I-15 through southwest Montana, a part of me, a part of me, it deep inside, wanted to keep going down on 15 and not take 80 and head on down to Arizona and just move down there and see what happened. I wonder what would have happened if I took that leap. Because I did know, I did know, for, for before I left Montana, even though I was going to do this new job, I knew that no matter what, it was fails or whatever I was going to do, I knew I was going to get into truck driving as the uh, as the next you know big career occupation choice. No matter what, um, I guess deep down inside, I knew it wasn't going to work out. My wife kind of warned me about it. But I didn't listen. I wanted to try something new. I just wanted to get out of cubicle land. And if you've ever worked in cubicle land, you know exactly what I mean. So July, I guess July 4th for me, especially last year, its significant was freedom from my old way of life. That's, that's, that's what I'm thankful for even on this 4th of July. I've got freedom from my old way of life. And that this year is the one year anniversary and celebration of that. And I'm traveling down highways. May not be in an RV the way I want it to be, but I'm doing it. Um, be interesting to see if by this time next year because it's kind of funny because we wanted our goal was if we worked it out with the job we had was to be living in Arizona by now but right now still got to rebuild the finances of the big loss from last year through all that and hopefully this year we'll do it this year we'll do it at least to have have the property purchased and once my contract is up with rail, I will be looking for work in that area. Unless rail's got work in that area, I don't know. But all part of the master plan, right? Get back to the west, man. Get back to the west. Miss the mesas. Miss the desert. And I've said that multiple times. I think I'm. I think I'm already. I think I'm at that point where I'm homesick now. Homesick for the west. Homesick for the west. Because I've lived in Nevada, I lived in Montana, California, and Arizona too. Lived in all those western states at some point in time in my life. I don't want to go back. Kind of feels like I'm trapped, but I'm going to find my path out. I'm going to find my path out, no matter what. Like I told the wife, I said, "Come, come before the snow flies over here. We're getting out. We're going to do it. Doesn't matter what, right? Because I got the CDL, right? From what I've heard, that's like gold, so. We'll see. Right now, it's just kind of like working on this contract with rail is, it's my, it's getting my experience, it's my training, I guess you would say. I'm looking at it that way, it's my training. For something bigger in the future. So therefore, I got to be thankful for that. Gotta be thankful on this 4th of July for that. I know it's not Thanksgiving. It sounds more like a Thanksgiving thing, but thankful that this 4th of July 
I know, I know I can see, I can at least start to see the light of the future at the end of this tunnel. I can see the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, I just went on 20 minutes on this. Well, there's my reflection back to the past of last year's 4th of July and this year's. Hopefully you're all out there having a great 4th of July. Lighting some fireworks. Drinking some beer. I'm not. I didn't take the day off or even plan to, actually. I'm actually glad I, I did did drive today. Because it was a nice, pleasurable treat. A very, very pleasurable treat. With the no traffic. Drop and hook. Smooth, beautiful day. It was a treat. So. God bless America. And hopefully it sounds better coming from me than Trump. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow when I get to the land of tornadoes, wicked witches, and little dog bitches. You all have a good night, and hopefully you didn't drink a fifth on the fourth that your fifth is not very fun. Hope your hangover is gentle. All right. Good night. Motherfucking cocksucking son of a bitches. Fuck. Fuck. Am I fucking pissed today? God fucking damn it. Oh. I, 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 you know, today was one of those days that if I saw a cute kitten, I would have ran its fucking ass over. Fuck it. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, July 5th, day after the great day of the 4th of July, I was feeling good, but now I, now I don't even know anymore. I don't even fucking know anymore. It pisses me off. I, okay, we'll start with some little bit of positive, but it also kind of pissed me off this morning. First of all, I wake up 15 minutes late, and that, that 15 minutes costed me making it to my delivery. Well, it wasn't really on time because it was first come, first serve kind of a deal. But still supposed to be there at 7. I get there at 7.15. Well, 7.13ish. But yeah, that 15 minutes of extra sleeping fucked me. Because <sighs> I, I just kept hitting that stupid snooze button. Gotta hit that snooze button, man. Right? Gotta hit it. No. <sighs> yeah. Oh, oh, and then while I'm at the, why I'm at the truck stop, <laughs> trying to get out of there, two FedEx trucks in the fuel island are dropping and hooking and switching trailers and shit. Can you fucking do that elsewhere? Not in the fucking fuel island, really? You know, seriously. You know, we're trying to get through the fuel island, some of us. You know, and we got two motherfuckers butt fucking each other and switching trailers. What the fuck? You know, go go do your drop and hooks and switch switching trailers somewhere else in the parking lot, but not in the fucking way. Oh god damn it! It's not for dropping and hooking; it's for fueling, motherfucker. God damn it! And you know, probably doesn't probably doesn't annoy most people, but unfortunately, it, it's another thing that just pissed me off. <sighs> However. One thing that did kind of brighten my day a little bit, it helped out, 
was when I got to Kansas. And when I got to Kansas, I thought it was really creative that the uh, state highways were, what do you call, they look like sunflowers to me. Yeah, that was really, really creative. You know, something different that, you know, most most states have just got like circles or diamonds or some other shape. But no, in Kansas, there's sunflowers. And I didn't really know that it was a, you know, they do the toll road there too. Yeah, got to make their money somehow, you know, for their pretty uh, pretty signs for for having sunflowers on them, you know. Got to gotta pay for that somehow, right? <laughs> oh, and as I'm driving down the road, I saw a billboard. I guess there's an Oz Museum somewhere in Kansas. I didn't see exactly where it was. It just caught the corner of my eye. Like, oh, wow, that might be something worth checking out one of these days. There's probably a video on YouTube, I'm sure, about it. And, uh... Could check it out if I never go see it, but yeah. And then they also had an Evil Knievel Museum. Now I'm from, you know, from Butte, Montana. That's where Evil Knievel is from. But why is the Evil Knievel Museum in Kansas? Because Butte actually doesn't really have an Evil Knievel Museum. Huh. Very interesting. But they do have a big celebration they do every year called Evil Knievel Days. Although I think it got shut down finally for funding or um, some issue behind it. I can't remember now, but I remember they were not going to do Evil Knievel Days in Butte, Montana no more. But I thought that was kind of weird that the Evil Knievel Museum is in Kansas? Okay. Whatever floats your boat. But, you know, if I had time, which I probably wouldn't, could have went to that museum. However, I didn't... There was a thunderstorm when I was there, waiting at this customer for five hours. Yeah, that was pissing me off. I've got to go and pick up my next load in Kansas City after I'm done there. And I'm sitting there for five hours because it's another one of those first-come, first-served deals. And while I'm sitting there, there's a thunderstorm. Except there was no tornadoes. I was really, really, really hoping um, to go to Oz today. But unfortunately, no tornadoes hit and lifted my truck up in the air and I saw things flying around and ended up landing on a witch and um, walking down a yellow brick road with a scarecrow, a tin man, an old cowardly lion all the way to Oz. No, it didn't happen. Nope, I'm just sitting there in the thunderstorm waiting to get unloaded. No tornado to come and save my day so I can go see the Wizard of Oz and get my wish. So that 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 is just uh, that's just the start of it, all right? All right. Finally, after getting unloaded, I go to Kansas City and go pick up that load. And of course, let's sit some more. Let's sit some more. Let's sit some more. Yeah. So let's just let's just piss me off more, you know? I'm already fucking pissed. Let's piss me off some more. And then I decide, okay, I'm going to send a message now explaining that, you know, because of all this time of sitting, I'm not going to be able to get this thing to Fort Wayne if I sit here any longer, you know. And then I made my suggestion, you know, probably better to relay this off in Gary and I can go on my home time, you know, so I can go home. Well, oh, we'll check with the planners. Please hold. Okay. All right. Well, we've, we've changed it to a drop and hook for you. Okay, well, that doesn't help me. Well, what about getting home? No answer. No fucking answer. 
So what do I do? Go drop this thing in Fort Wayne. Then I have to stay there at night because I want to use up all my clock if I do make it there on time or deliver it in on yeah, it'd be Sunday. You know, yeah, Sunday morning. Go do the drop and hook, and then have to drive back to Gary. And I still don't even know if if that's where what what's going on here. Are you just going to make me sit there for my 34 in Fort Wayne because you think that's where I go for home? Because the the, the 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 holiday crew has got everything so fucked up, man. You know, I knew something was up when they removed one of my pre-plans and changed everything in the on the last half of the week there. It was like, okay, I wonder if somebody in the office is confused and doesn't understand what's going on that I live in Gary now and I'm up Fort Wayne, so... I'm guessing that's what's happening here. I'm guessing. That's why why this is happening. Because realistically, that's what I should do. I should probably just take this load, take it to Gary, you know, drop it off, drop and hook, and go home tomorrow. No, no. <sighs> 20 hours left on my 70. So like I said, there's enough time to get from Fort Wayne to Gary to go home. And I'm at that point where I'm going to try it, see what happens. Send a message saying, hey, you know, because I am kind of getting a little, I'm getting a little burnt out here. I need a break. I need to recharge my batteries. You know, I just need to rest, you know, um, 34 hours, one night is just, it's not enough. It's not enough to recharge one's batteries, especially when you work as many hours as you do in the day. You need some Regen of you need to regen, you know. Maybe some people that just only have this, maybe that's it works for them. But I'm a kind of a person. I do need to regen. You know, I need to I need to go camping or do something. I need to regen, man. You know, I need a break. Oh, I think that's where I'm at. Might have to, you know, send a message saying, "Hey, give me three or four days. I need to." I don't know if they allow it or not. I don't know. I guess the worst case scenario, I just go home for my home time when they call me back. I'm not feeling well. Go, you know, do it that way. Play hooky. Play hooky. Oh, I'm puking out my guts. I'm sorry. I can't work today. Maybe not for a couple of days. There's always that as a backup plan, right? But I guess it's, uh, um, since the company is all about honesty as their wall values, definitely be honest and say, hey, you know, I'm about ready to snap. I'm about ready to flip out. I'm about ready to run over pets as I'm driving down the road. Yeah. So you see how I am? Really upset. Really upset. I guess this has been ongoing, you know. You know, and I don't want to get so upset that, you know, I just say, fuck it, I'm out. Then I have to pay 7000 bucks, you know. And then try to find another job, you know. And then you got to explain that to the next employer. What happened? Oh, I got fucking pissed. <laughs> I walked out. <laughs> I said, fuck this. Although, gives me ideas of what I do want to do in the future. And let's just say I did kind of browse the internet for other kind of opportunities. And I found one that's actually unique and interesting. I might uh, call them next week and see what they're all about. Just get information. Just get information. Nothing more than that. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Am I better now? Did I get that out of my chest? Whew. I think, I think this podcast helps. I do feel better now that I've yelled at a microphone. And I'm sorry about your ears if you had your uh, headphones or speakers turned up. But man, sometimes you just need to say, Fuck! Fuck! You motherfuckers! <sighs> yeah. At least I'm taking it out on a podcast. Well, not a customer. You know, that wouldn't be very professional now, would it? <laughs> so I guess I better take the professional route. Send a message, explain how I feel, and uh, what I want to do about it. You know, I need some... I need a break. I do. I do need a break. Because one, one night a week is not enough. It's just barely enough to recharge. Barely. You you know, I need to rejuvenate. I need to, I need to heal a little bit. Nerves are on end right now. And I'm, I'm sorry about the pet comment. I'm sorry. Sorry. But, you know, sometimes I'm just like... Jesus fucking Christ! June 6, 2019. I'm actually a little calmer now. A little bit calmer. Just a little bit. <sighs> I'm in Ohio right now. Well, almost Ohio. On the border of Ohio to... Um, on tw- in U.S. 24 going into Ohio. But I'm right on the Indiana-Ohio border here. At a loves. And I hope they love me. I'm going to get my free shower since I would have done that this morning. When I would have got home, taken my shower, done my laundry. Would have done my laundry here, but they don't have washer and dryers here. But then again, I'd have to pay for it. But I guess I'll do that if I ever return to Gary. I say if. One good thing about today, except for the one fact that the whole drive today, well, not the whole drive, at least half the drive until I got to my fuel stop, I was just a fuming. I'm fuming. I'm just thinking about it, rolling through scenarios in my head. Thinking about, like, if I do just, when I get there, deliver this load. I was thinking, as soon as I deliver this load, I am just booking it to Gary. You know? A few times before as I'm going along, like, oh, there's 57. I could take that up and go to Gary and just relay and drop this off to Gary and go home. That's how things like that were going through my head. But I'm thinking, one of these situations is probably going to get me in trouble. I don't know if I'll get terminated or if I get a call or a pink slip. I don't know what this company does when you step out of line. I mean, most people, they probably have issues with their driving. But then I don't know if they've ever dealt with anybody that has an attitude issue. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I mean, what do they do, right? Yep, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what this company does when you when you start standing your ground and you're pissed. But ideas like that were in my head. Like, I'll get the Fort Wayne and they don't take me home. I'll just leave the fucking truck, the truck there. I was just like, holy shit. Oh, calm me down. I guess, I guess I'm, like I said, I'm a little burnt out. I need a break. A good, like, you know, like a few day break, you know, like three, four. I need to, I need to recharge and badly, you know. 
guess every I guess every person's like that. You just need to you just need to rejuvenate at some point. Yeah. I'll send my message. I'll probably do it when my fleet manager is actually in, which will be Monday. Monday morning. Uh, the, like I said, the drive was good. A little foggy in the morning. It was a little foggy, so that slowed me down a bit. Um, got cut off a lot today. I'm starting to get that return home traffic, which i got to deal with tomorrow. Which could could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I'm not sure. A good thing? Is that really it? <laughs> it could be a good thing. Yeah, traffic is a good thing. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, yeah, I'm out of it. I do... I do need some rest, don't I? I think when I get home, if I get home, this is really starting to seem like that, you know. I am going to suck down, I don't know, 30 beers, maybe 40. I'm just going to get blasted out of my fucking skull. <laughs> and they call me, oh, I'm sick. Yeah, for real. I'm hungover because I drank 40 fucking beers because I'm, I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> but yeah I did 575 miles today I was a little disappointed I was actually trying to make it into the 600 club I just needed 25 more miles didn't have enough time on the clock only had about was it 20, 20 odd minutes I can't remember I think it was 28, 29 I mean I probably could have but there would have been no place to stop what <laughs> this stuff as I read? All right, I got my six hundred. <laughs> I guess it, I can see how they how people do it. That posted in our group. You can't really have any like. You've already got to have your fuel from the day before. Have your load ready, and all you have to do the next day is drive, and then do a couple safety checks, and your thirty minute break. Then you could pull that off, no problem. But since I had the drop and hook, corset took some time that's what what did it there I think no actually because I mostly use drive time today I actually ran my I almost ran out my drive time today okay but yeah I had a fuel stop today so that took about you know an extra 20 you know I'll say 20 minutes Did don't actually time myself I never looked at the log to see actually how much it takes to fill up a tank and these were about yeah, it was almost empty it was due for some fuel but on my fuel stop I hear the message on the little truck PC, and a part of me is hopeful. Maybe that's the one that says, go home after you deliver. That's what I was hoping it said. Well, it kind of said that. They gave me another load. Yeah, I'm going to Finley, Ohio, to pick up a supposedly a dropping hook, and then relay it in Gary. Now the problem, the problem. Right now, I have, at the end of the day, 8 hours and 40 minutes left on my 70, okay? I still have about 2.5 hours, give or take, to get to Finley from where I'm at because it's all going to be back roads because when I dropped, you know, dropped the trailer at the, uh, at the customer, they had no empty. So I'm actually going a little bit out of my way. I'm going to Defiance, Ohio, to go pick up an empty... Whereas if they had an empty, it would have just gone up US 30 and gone right up there. And it would have been less than a two-hour drive, maybe an hour and a half if, if, if traffic is good, which it is. I'm going to be running starting at 2 a.m. in the morning anyways. 
So now I got to go an extra, yeah, I think, 30, 40 miles out of my way to go find an empty now. So then I can go get the next load. You know, ah, it makes a lot of sense when I'm just gonna drop and hook anyways. Well, I guess maybe they need the empty there. That's why why this is happening. But so we're gonna steal an empty from somebody else, I guess. <laughs> I guess they don't need the empty. No fucking empty, but... It was just like, really, this whole thing to try to get home has been like one fucking thing after another the last couple of days. Fourth of fucking July. Fuck you. Uh. Can you see I'm stressed out? Can you see I'm burnt out? I'm just, uh, starting to happen. At least I'm calmer now. At least I'm thinking rationally a little bit better. It's nice to know I got a load that's getting me in the right direction. And, it, well, uh, back to my clock. But, however, I've got... Let's see, is it four? It's about 250 miles from Finley back to Gary. Now, normally to our little calculation, that would be about five hours. Okay, so there's five there. Six, seven, and maybe that half, depending on how traffic goes. So seven. We'll just say safely eight hours, right? So that leaves, leaves me with the 40 minutes to grab my empty. Don't won't waste any time whatsoever. Just get under there, hook that thing, check it real quick, get out of there. If I could do it in 10 minutes, that'd be really great. And then there's when I get to the customer, we'll say now that leaves me 30 minutes to get in there, drop the trailer, hook the next one got to get in and out of there quick that's the goal and then there's the the last last part of Gary I got to get through not too worried about the traffic getting to the Gary area it's the last bit the last 10 miles and the Gary train that's going to be either be a challenge or not and I'm not sure how that's going to go down it's supposed to arrive in Gary by 9:45 a.m. Maybe that's early enough before the holiday traffic starts coming home that that traffic will start hitting around the afternoon. I just have to kind of play by ear, check the traffic report, stop by one of the rest areas, like the last, get to the last um, rest area before going into Gary and check the traffic reports on Google real quick and see what's going on. Then I have to make the decision. What do I do? Do I sit at that last rest area? And wait until another 10 hours because I don't have to wait till after at least midnight because yeah, it'd be more than 10 hours actually I'd have to wait until after midnight to recap you know the hours from when I started because yeah, if ways goes I I can recap you know even if my 70 burns out tomorrow I'll just have a long evening and then get it the you know the last bit in the middle of the night after midnight once my clock resets can I get some time back? So tight, very, very, very tight on the 70. I don't know. Part of me is just like, well, if I run out of time, I'm getting it there. I'm going home. Fuck it, man. <laughs> that's that's how I feel right about now. <sighs> that's how I feel right about now. All right, I'm going to go get me my free showers here at this loves clean up because i'm gross sweaty hot yucky 
I'm, I'm in need for a shower. My balls are stinky. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I am. That's my situation right now. So, now, the, the cliffhanger. Do I make it home tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow will be the end of this episode. Because if I don't make it home tomorrow, then it gives a cliffhanger for the for the next episode. What happens? What happens? Stay in suspense. And stay tuned next time. I can't really say that. Because you're going to be right back after I hit stop here. Yeah. Okay. I want to wrap this up. So it doesn't take too long. And we'll see you tomorrow. Or talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Or in about a minute. Whatever. Whatever. My mind's out of it. I'm going to go take a shower and get some sleep. So I can have a a rush, 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 go, go, go day tomorrow to get home. The race is on. Update. July 7th, 2019. Oh my god. I think I was a little tired. A little tired. I slept in two and a half extra hours. Oops. I'm not too worried about it because there's no appointment here. It's just the fact of getting this to Gary with very little time left on the 70. Uh, man, but yeah, I guess I needed that sleep. I remember looking at my alarm clock on my phone and hitting the snooze button. And I think I accidentally hit the cancel, you know, the, the one that ends the alarm clock. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So, I go to pick up this load over in Finley. Get there. It's a drop and hook. Oh yeah, this should be no problem. And what's really cool about this shipper is they have a scale when you check out before you leave. Yeah, it was really awesome. I get up there and get ready to get my paperwork, get on the scale, and... Wah, wah, wah. 780 pounds overweight. I've got to go back and get this load reworked. Oh, fun. Well, I'm already late. Time's a ticking. Now I really don't know what's going on because it's one of these buildings they want you to go 10 miles an hour around the facility and it's like a mile to go around the damn thing. Ugh, ridiculous. Get to the dock and finally get the message from dispatch because uh, they noticed I went into customer loading and unloading. I'm like, yep, it's overweight by 780 pounds. It needs to be worked. And, yeah, sheesh. Oh, that was the response I got. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then as I'm thinking this, I'm like, as I'm sitting here wasting time, already lost a couple hours this morning, I am going to have to deal with some mad, mad traffic because it's Sunday. It's the return holiday traffic from the 4th of July coming into Chicago. Thinking, oh boy, oh boy, what am I going to do? And yes, once I got up to oh the Ohio Turnpike, got on the... The toll road, oh my god, it might as well have been bumper to bumper almost. Trying to keep a following distance was a chore. I was able to do it best I could, you know. Just because I, 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 I had to flow. I had to keep my speed up because I couldn't really slow down and, you know, it would waste time. I had to get to Gary before my clock ran out. 
So I get to a little bit, you know, where, uh, yeah, the toll road I-90, I-80 become, you know, jumps on to where 94 is and it becomes a non-toll road. But however, at this point, at, when I got to the toll booth, it was already busy traffic. I don't think I've seen the traffic already backed up to that point. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Had two hours left on the clock. So I thought, well, I'm going to try something here. I'm going to try taking uh, US 20 into Gary, come down 912, and then go to the terminal. So how much time did I save? Well, I'm really not sure how long it would have taken me. I do know when I've seen it backed up the last, what is it, nine miles or so, about where 65 joins in. It's taken about 45 minutes, but I'm not sure because of holiday traffic, it may have taken an hour and a half. I don't know because it took me 45 minutes to take US 20. The roads are busy, and of course, you got traffic lights, you got slower speed limits in there, and of course, there's parts of Gary there that you probably wouldn't want to drive through at night. I uh, would not recommend it. The houses are falling down, the roofs are on the ground and in the yard, and there's crackheads walking around, and uh, yeah. You definitely uh, lock your doors. Just, just, just be on a little safe side. And like I said, wouldn't do that at night, never. So, took 45 minutes to go that route. Now, if it's a normal busy traffic day, I would say you're not saving any time going this route into the terminal. But I think on this day, I probably did save a little time. Um, I got to the terminal, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, that was hell on there, getting in here." I'm like, "Yeah, I, my trip was pretty easy. I mean, it may." If it let's just say it is the same amount of time, it probably feels faster because you're constantly moving. You're not slowly crawling and stopping and going uh, on an interstate. You're you're moving. I mean, you do stop for stoplights or whatever, but you're 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 still moving. So your brain stays active in the driving, if that makes sense. So it felt like it was really quick, but it was 45 minutes to. Uh, to go the last, what, 15 miles, I think it was? So, yeah. Like I said, I'm not entirely sure. Nobody really, I didn't ask anybody uh, how long it took them to go that distance. They were just like, oh my god, that was that was crazy. Get the terminal. Realized I have no laundry. So I, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do laundry. And I look at my messages, and they said, when would you like to launch out? I'm thinking, hmm. Is this a loaded question? So I told them Thursday. Um, yeah, Thursday, seven eleven at zero 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 zero, and I got a message back: notified fleet manager. Okay, I'll go with that. Whatever. I'm gonna submit my paperwork and I'm gonna get the hell out of here then. And I'll see you then. And if fleet manager calls and wonders what the hell's going on. I did put in the message, yeah, I'm taking a, a little bit longer off to help with my mental health because I need a break, you know. Turn to the point in time where you go home for those 36 hours and that time is spent getting ready for the next week and it's just like there's no time to actually recharge yourself. So uh, I'm going to recharge. I'm going to get drunk, have some barbecues, maybe go to the West Beach there in the dunes up Lake Michigan 
and spend some time with the wife. I ain't going to do much. The only thing I got to do is laundry, but got to do home laundry anyways, and I'm all out of clothes, so that does got to get done. But that should be the only chore I have. I'm not going to buy too much food. I don't know. Don't know, because now this is going to screw up uh, my schedule for being off on weekends or weekdays. So we'll, we'll just see where this goes. Let's just see where this goes. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with taking a break here. So there we go. Ends ends this uh, ends this crazy week of uh, adventures for the Fourth of July. You watch me flip out. You watch me be thankful. You watch me again. Yeah, I, I had all kinds of scale of moods this week, didn't I? Wow. Yeah. What can I say? It's just been one of those weeks, and it's time to have some relax and relaxation. Wait, what? Did I say that right? I don't know. I yeah. See, see, brain, brain fried. Brain is done. All right. Time to get out of here. Time to uh, go enjoy some time off. And this is. I'm going to end it here. This, this, uh, this is the end of this week. So, this has been Anthony from Anthware, and from this time and every time on, folks. Keep on clicking. This is Anthony from Anthware. Signing off. Don't yell at pigeons. <laughs> <laughs>